Hey everybody, this is Rob from the Caffeine Crew cast of Pods and DC Primetime, and I'm here to tell you something that you should definitely be doing if you haven't done so already, and that is heading over to www.nextlevelradioonline.com. There's a ton of other great podcasts on the network if you haven't checked them out already, such as From Panels to Pixels, Two Fat Dudes, What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, uh, an upcoming Lost Revisited podcast, uh, in addition to our flagship show, The Showcast Spotlight, which is about to probably get ready to kick off its brand new season of celebrity interviews. Great shows like The Melting Pat, Primetime Fantasy Football, and Con Talk. So whatever your interest is, there's definitely something for you at Next Level Radio Online. Make sure to check them out, like them, review them, share. Thank you guys so much for all of your years of support. Now, back to the show. Do you ever fantasize about being killed? Do you ever wonder about all the different ways of dying, you know, violently? I wonder, like, what would be the most horrible way to die? Well, hello, Mr. Fancy. The following program contains violence, disturbing imagery, nudity, and, oh my god, why are you even watching this? Just run away. This shit is going to give you nightmares. For real. Nightmares where you are running naked on a treadmill made of razor blades, and your third grade teacher is pointing and laughing at you. You know, our grandparents had Helen Kane, you know, oop oopy doop, and everybody thought the world was going to hell because she was... Never has it been quite this pronounced. I mean, really, this is... Nor have... I, I, I... Nor has a culture, especially a culture of young people, appeared to be so transfixed with death and darkness and evil. And uh, do I uh, do everyone's, I speak the truth, Marilyn? Everyone's so afraid of death, I think, that they want to get closer to it by fascinating over things like serial killers and horror movies and car crashes. And that fear of that danger at these concerts and these mosh pits, I think, people get a sexual thrill from it. I think that excites people. So there's erotica then, is a part of moshing? Well, maybe it's not erotic, but there's, there's, a, there's a term called eustress, and it's people's euphoric feeling over their stress. Yes. I think people thrive off of that. It's like amusement park, right at your own risk. You know that the concerts, there's a hint of danger, and people like that hint of danger. Living dangerously. My friends are losers. My uncle keeps trying to christen me in my sleep and I'm drenched in my cousin's bodily fluids. And now I have to make all of you listen to this fucking podcast. Nah! Because it's carnage incarnate on the senses. Okay. That was some way over-the-top acting, wouldn't you say? Fuck it. Welcome back, lurkers. To that shit stain of a podcast that the next level guys were nice enough, or crazy enough, to give a home to. Yeah, I'm back. Another week of the Next Level Network production of What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero. 
all in capitals because lowercase letters are for pussies. And I am your host, Poser Paul. Mm -mm. Wait, no, no. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Pud Pounding Paul. No. Ooh. Oh, Lord Satan, no. Uh, Porno Grind Paul wins. Yeah, that's the ticket right there. Porno Grind Paul. So fuck you, my man. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, you know, aside from fucking around in the microphone, I guess I should say this is episode eight. With today's topic being the axe grinding, metal ripping, throw your devil horns in the air, kick-ass horror comedy from New Zealand. The ultimate in gorgasms. It's deathgasm. But first, let's make a trip into the basement of beating and bludgeonings and see what's been kicking around for the past week. A group of kids discover the monster within themselves in the Shudder exclusive Mon 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 Monsters, premiering March 29th. And that is the actual name of the movie. It's like Mon 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 Monsters. <laughs> um, quick synopsis. Shuei is a high school student who is constantly bullied by his classmates. Uh, he's framed with stealing the class money, forced to perform community chores along with his main persecutors, uh, he slowly he slowly ends up being accepted into the group after joining them in various misdeeds, but during a burglary, they come across a flesh-eating monster, which they are forced to capture in order to avoid being found out by the authorities. As the others are trying to figure out a way to benefit from their captured creature, Shu Wei will question the morality of society as well as his own morality. I posted the trailer on the Facebook page. You're free to go check it out. It looks a lot better than the synopsis makes it sound, actually. Um, I know I'll be checking it out. So It looks pretty cool. It's a Korean film. And also announced this past week, uh, on June 6th of 2018, through Umbrella Entertainment, Reanimator and the double feature of Bride of Reanimator and Beyond Reanimator will be released on Blu-ray. Now, Reanimator will be a two-disc collector's edition, and then the double feature of Bride and Beyond Reanimator. Uh, Beyond Reanimator, it'll be the first time the movie has ever been released on Blu-ray at all. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Umbrella Entertainment has said that more details will be coming in the near future. So, there's that. Um, I might as well drop it now. Lurker's Recommendation. Because it was released today. Uh, I'm recording this on Tuesday. so Tuesday, March 27th. But released today, Terrifier. Uh, the independent film about Art the Clown. The DVD and Blu-ray combo is being released today. As well as the film being released on video on demand. <laughs> I know I will be watching this this week. Um, uh, my Blu-ray's already been ordered, uh, and it's being shipped uh, ASAP. I'm hoping that means that I'll get it today, but I'm thinking it's going to be a couple days. But it doesn't matter. If I have to, I'll watch the movie through video on demand, if need be, uh, for reasons to be announced later in this show. Uh, basic synopsis is uh, based on the character from the cult anthology All Hallows' Eve, the gory 80s slasher throwback 
Uh, this one takes place on Halloween night as the demented Art the Clown sets his sights on terrorizing two girls and anyone else that gets in his way. And they've they've been promoting this movie good. Um, I'm excited as shit to see it, so I think it's going to be pretty cool. Um, oh, really cool news, really cool news. For people in the Windsor and Detroit area, and this is kind of a local thing for me. Uh, big news came last week as it was announced that Tony Todd, now Tony Todd's from Candyman, Wishmaster, Hatchet 2, Night of the Living Dead, and he voices Zoom on The Flash, uh, amongst many other roles he's played. He's going to be at uh, Windsor Comic Con September 29th and 30th, so that's awesome news. Uh, I'm actually planning on getting my Night of the Living Dead DVD signed when I meet him. Because I'm definitely meeting him. This is going to be awesome. And the really cool thing was, was I announced it on the Instagram account. And like an hour later, Tony Todd was following my Instagram account. So that was pretty fucking cool. And uh, moving on, Waxwork Records. They're at it again. This time, it's Friday the 13th Part 5. Getting the vinyl treatment. Uh, Not many details were given except a small blurb that said, it's them damn enchiladas, a new beginning coming soon. And, like, the picture they had was, you could tell it was, like, a piece of Jason's mask with a knife. So, we know it's Friday the 13th, Part 5. Um, and, uh, let's see. Finally, finally, I do want to say, I, I seems like I'm talking about these guys every week, but every week they impress me more and more. I do want to thank Ben Beck and Rob Martin, though, uh, for having me on an episode of DC Primetime last week. Uh, We recorded it on Thursday night, and by Friday it was up and running. And I'll tell you, it was a lot of fun to talk with them. Uh, We were also uh, accompanied by another guest host, uh, Shad, which it was awesome talking with him as well. Uh, It was a great honor just to be included in the 100th episode celebration that took place last week so i wanted to like personally thank them on on this week's podcast and uh because that was it was it was fun we, we were talking about like the whole Arrowverse and shit like that and you know it was just it was a good time so definitely look forward to recording with those guys again uh but now it's time to plug in the amps tighten the skins drink some blood Maybe even murder some virgins. Not seriously. Call on the dead as we get all hard and wet to summon the devil himself for this week's topic. It's time to bring upon some heavy petting, heavy metal, and serenade evil with a little orgy known as Deathgasm. All in capital letters because lowercase, they're for pussies. Be back in a moment. that evil heavy metal that your parents hate you listening to? You know those lyrics about hell, demons and doom? What if I told you it's all real? I know. I was there. Jesus! It's piss. That's me, Brody. My friends are losers. 
So we started a band. Check it out. Ricky Daggers. Is he dead? Wouldn't it be crazy if the music had something to do with demons? Demons. Translated those pages. Now people are turning crazy, like possessed, crazy. What's up? That was pretty cool. As is, I mean the axe and the. Sure, I'm in the right tuning. It's raining outside right now. It feels perfect for the mood. As we summon the demons with Deathgasm. Metal, rock on, devil horns. Yeah. This movie is fucking awesome because, like, it totally hypes up every metal stereotype you can think of. I actually saw people that complained about that online. I'm like, you guys didn't get the point. It was supposed to be making fun of that shit, but whatever. Deathgasm was released October 2nd, 2015. That's the U.S. release date. Because, holy shit. Like, I looked up for the release date for this movie, and there it, it was, like, at every fucking festival twice <laughs> over. Um, <laughs> so I grabbed the U.S. date, and that was October 2nd, 2015. And Canada was, like, October 3rd, 2015 in Vancouver. So, eh, whatever. The movie is called Deathgasm, except if you bought it at Walmart. Walmart actually had this whole controversy, and I remember actually reading this like in the media and whatnot, because they didn't like the name Deathgasm, and they didn't like the little pentagram symbol on the, the poster, cover, artwork, whatever. So they had the movie renamed with a slipcase over top of it called Heavy Metal Apocalypse. Okay. Um, I call it Deathgasm. It will always be Deathgasm. Fuck you, Walmart. <sighs> okay, moving on. Distributed by Dark Sky Films. The movie was filmed in New Zealand, directed by Jason Lee Howden. Written by Jason Lee Howden and Sarah Howden. And produced by Sarah Howden, along with Andrew Beatty and Morgan Lee Scott. No, Morgan Lee Stewart, sorry. It's supposed to be Stewart. I wrote Scott, but I know it's Morgan Lee Stewart, so. My bad. My error. Uh, starring the cast of Milo Cawthorn, James Blake, Kimberly Crossman, Sam Berkeley, Dale Cresswell. I want to make sure I said that right. Delaney Tabron, Stephen Ure, Colin Moy, Jody Rimmer, Nick Hoskins-Smith, Errol Shand, and Kate Elliott. 
Uh, Kimberly Crossman's awesome in this. She really, she's fucking hilarious. And um, I believe it's Sam Berkeley. Dude looks like Harry Potter. It's fucking hilarious. He looks like a blonde Harry Potter. The whole time I was watching the movie, I'm like, Harry Potter's the fucking keyboardist for this band. Like, keyboardist for a fucking death metal band. It was pretty funny. Um, I, I wrote this down because I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, so, like I said, it had release dates all over the place because it's, you know, it traveled a lot of the film festivals and whatnot. Toronto's After Dark Film Festival, they apparently gave it, like, a bunch of, like, awards and award nominations. And it, it was pretty fucking funny because it starts off, like, you you know, they won for Best Feature Film. Okay. They won for Best Special Effects. Definitely. Best Music. Okay. Best title sequence, best trailer. Then we start getting the really good ones, like best film to watch with a crowd, best kill, death by a sex toy. That one was funny. Best gore, and then best screening Q&A. So they even won an award for their panel. It's pretty fucking hilarious. Um, uh, Fangoria also nominated it for awards uh, for the Fangoria Chainsaw Award. There's a really cool chainsaw scene in this movie. And best makeup FX slash creature design. So, and I mean, that, that, that wasn't the only awards that it was nominated for or won. Like, there was a lot of, um, a lot of the film festivals, I noticed uh, it was audience awards. So, like, the audience picked it as their favorite film and whatnot. So, that was pretty cool. There has been a sequel announced uh, titled Deathgasm Part 2, Gormageddon. Uh, they announced that December 16th, 2015. I have not seen anything since then. So who knows? Uh, could be coming. Might not be. Who? I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, the synopsis for this film, however, was basically two teenage boys unwittingly summon, summon an ancient evil entity known as the Blind One by delving into black magic while trying to escape their mundane lives. These kids are fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> like I said, like they, they ham up the the metal stereotypes. It's pretty fucking funny. Uh, so I grabbed a few ratings, give you an idea what people thought on IMD, um, I, IMD, IMDB, uh, it, which that's usually like the fan generated, uh, you know, uh, like rating, whatever. It's standing at about a 6.3 to 6.4 out of 10. That seems pretty decent. Uh, Roger Ebert had gave had, had given it a 2.5 out of 4. So that's pretty good coming from Ebert. And my favorite, Begotten Tomatoes. The, you know, fucking... I hate Rotten Tomatoes, but for some reason, the movies I've been doing lately, they give them good ratings, so I'm adding it. Uh, 87% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, so... Rotten Tomatoes lives to see another day where I don't tell them to fuck off. Ha <laughs> ha! The soundtrack, the soundtrack, because you have to mention the soundtrack when you're talking about, you know, Deathgasm. I mean, fuck, the basis of the movie is, you know, this metal band, whatever. Anyways, interesting little uh, tidbit about the soundtrack. It's available through Mondotees.com as a 2LP vinyl album, four sides, two albums, featuring music by artists like Bullet Belt, Elm Street, nice name, uh, Skull Fist, Razor Wire, and Nun Slaughter. I love Nun Slaughter. That fucking name sounded hilarious. Uh, the album can be purchased through lightintheattic.net as well, which they specialize in vinyl records. 
or you can stream it on Spotify. Plus, not to mention, I think most of the soundtrack can be found on YouTube. Um, if not all together as one file, it's you know you probably can find it throughout, like you know, searching the different songs and whatnot. It's quite a few songs on this, so I think it was something like twenty or thirty songs. It was, it was it's a decent soundtrack. Uh, there's also a full website created for the movie at deathgasmthemovie.com. Uh, and they basically on there, there's, uh, you got screen caps, you've got links to merchandise. Uh, they, ex- uh, list all the ways you can watch the film, uh, digitally, which includes iTunes, Amazon, Vimeo, Vudu, Google play, uh, Google play, Google play. <laughs> I cannot talk for the life of me lately. I've really, you probably noticed, uh, I'm going to mention this. I know I kind of like sniff a lot. Uh, my allergies have been right fucked for like the last, I'd say at least two, three months. So I really apologize for that. And sometimes like because of my allergies, I have a hard time pronunciating words. So I really, I, I wanted to just say that cause I know last week I noticed it. Um, a couple times it seemed almost like my tongue was getting tied and whatnot. I, I'm really sorry about that. I'm trying my hardest to, you know, enunciate my words properly but sometimes it comes up blah 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 blah. so it is what it is uh getting back to deathgasm however there is also the option of dvd or blu-ray i personally own the dvd blu-ray was hard to find here in windsor fucking sucked i did find and the dvd on top of that i found it used in a video game store of all fucking places but i was able to get it so i was pretty happy with that uh, moving on to the section that I call the gore, the bad, and the fugly. I thought that sounded pretty funny, actually. This is just basically my thoughts, my feelings on, you know, the movie and whatnot. I try not to spoil too much, but this movie's been out for a while, so I'm not so apologetic about if I spoil something. It's been around for almost three years. Fuck you if you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> uh, I say that with all the love in my heart. Uh, so basically I, I'm bringing this up because I saw comments online that kind of almost perturbed me a little because people, you know, right away they, they hear it's like there's gore and there's zombies and there's violence. So they assume it's supposed to be a scary horror film. And I saw people actually complaining because this movie's not scary. It's not meant to be scary. It's a black comedy, dark comedy, whatever you want to call it. It's not meant to be a horror film. I mean, it. It, first of all, it hams up every fucking metal stereotype you can think of. You know, the you know, the stoner stereotype, the oh I'm so like I'm metal and I'm too cool and you know, I wear these pants that are like, you know, fifty times too tight for me and stuff. It hams up all that shit, you know. Um I mean not to say that like I don't know people like that, because I do. But I mean, still, it it's this is meant to be a complete joke. Like when I don't know why people always I shouldn't say always it's to be honest, it's more in rare cases than normal. It just I happen to notice a lot of it where people were upset that this wasn't scary. First of all, the title alone should tell you Deathgasm is not going to be a scary movie. Uh, (laughs) I mean, that's why I hammed it up at the beginning of this like podcast, you know, with my little axe-wielding, metal-grinding, you know, like, because that's what it's supposed to be. So, it's not a horror film. It's a dark comedy. 
Medina's character, uh, Kimberly Crossman, played Medina. Fuck, I love this girl. And not because she was attractive, which she is very attractive, but I love the fact that she was the perfect example of don't judge a book by its cover. You've got this, like, knockout bombshell, hot blonde, you know, the type that you would, like, in high school see with the jocks. And, I mean, keep in mind, like, they, they ham up all the cliches in this. And she's totally taken in by the metalheads. And it, it, it was actually a really good message by that character because she totally does not look like a metalhead, someone who would be attracted to a metalhead. And not to mention, she like starts wielding an axe and kicking ass. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. It was a nice twist in the movie. I mean, uh, of all the characters, she was probably the most badass of them all. Uh, so it, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, the bromance, if you want to call it, between Brody and Zach. You know... I got to give it to the actors, uh, to Milo and what was his name? Uh, Jack, um, fuck. Oh, what was his name? Son of a bitch. Why can't I remember shit? Uh, James. I don't know why I was going to call him Jack between Milo and Jack. Um, the two actors were great as Brody and Zach. Um, Zach is annoying at times, but I think that was intentional. I think his character is supposed to be annoying. And yet, you know, at the end of the day, Brody still sees through it all. And they're, you know, they, they work together and whatever. But I don't know. I, I thought they were well cast. As a matter of fact, the whole, the whole cast for this movie was very well cast. Uh, but Medina, Brody, and Zach kind of really stood out for me. Uh, the special effects. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is as bloody as a movie like Dead Alive or Evil Dead 2, but holy shit, there's a lot of liquid in this movie. <laughs> and a lot of blood. And, like, it's over-the-top blood, obviously. It's over-the-top gore. Uh, like I said, this is not a, a scary horror film. It's not a gross horror film either. Like, I mean, like, you know, it's special effects, you know, they just like were pouring on the fucking fake blood anywhere and everywhere they could, but it's practical effects. There's no CGI. Well, I think there's maybe two scenes where they might've done some altering with some CGI, but I mean, for the most part, this is all practical effects and the special effects are great. It's just blood splattering everywhere. It's, it adds to the humor which is great because some of the humor in this film was a little juvenile. Keep in mind, it takes place in high school. So I get it. You know, it's taking place in high school. You got, like I said, the metalhead stereotypes of teenagers. Yeah, at times you're going to get the juvenile humor. So it takes away from the film, not like like a little bit. But like I said, it it's not meant to be taken seriously either. And I'm going to sidetrack for just one second here because I saw something. Okay, there was a Facebook uh, post or a social media post somewhere where they uh, basically, um, the account posting it was asking, what's the worst movie you've ever seen? And somebody was like complaining about killer clowns from outer space, which got a few people riled up, including myself, because... There's certain films that I don't know that you can call them a bad film because they're already intentionally being bad to begin with. Uh, Deathgasm is a good example of that. 
as much as this is a dark comedy and you know it, it's trying to be somewhat of a, a a legitimate film at the same time it knows it's bad it knows it's hamming it up you those kinds of movies i have a hard time saying they're bad films because they know they're they already know they're a bad film um and so I guess the way I'm looking at it is, is this film is not meant to be taken seriously. A film like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the fucking title alone should tell you not to take it seriously. Uh, it's really hard to say that these movies are bad. They are bad, but they know they are. They're trying to be. They're 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 meant to entertain you and make you laugh, and they're meant to be you know out of this fucking world. That's what they are. So. And and taking it back a bit to where I you know I was saying that the humor is sometimes juvenile. Again, that's another attempt at you know hamming it up and being as ex- outrageous and extraordinary as it can possibly be. So, is it bad that it, there's some juvenile humor? Uh, not really. I mean, it's deathgasm. Come on, like like I said, the fucking title alone. Okay, so the music in this movie. Now, keep in mind, if you're not a metalhead, you're probably going, ah, fuck, this music sucks. Like, if, if you're into Jay-Z and, you know, you're, uh, you know, you're pop, K-pop, or, you know, if you're into something that's not metal, okay, so you might not think the music is spot on. For me personally, because, you know, my metal, like, like my musical tastes branch out to metal, I thought the music was spot on. I thought it fit the movie very well. I thought certain songs were placed in the right spots at the right time. The score for the film was great, which most of the score is metal music, so it it works well. But again, it's in a movie that's about a bunch of kids in a metal band, so it makes a lot of sense. So I have no complaints about the music whatsoever. Um, Steven Yeur as Ricky Daggers. Now, Ricky Daggers is the guy that they basically... You know they get the the um they get the whole like incantation from and whatnot that summons the demons and shit. Fuck that dude was awesome. He was fun to watch. Um, is over the top. He reminded me of like Iggy Pop for some reason. I kept every time I saw him on on the screen, I kept thinking of like Iggy Pop. I guess because he was kind of like skinny and bony looking with like long straggly hair and whatnot. But he was fucking hilarious. I absolutely died like every time he spoke. I thought it was just, it was pure gold. Probably the most golden scene of the whole film is the zombie versus the sex toy scene. Um, Seeing Brody and Zach come running out of a room with fucking dildos in their hands, beating the shit out of Brody's zombie parents. It is hilarious. It's so fucking out there, but it is so much fun. I mean, yeah, you kind of feel uncomfortable, you know, watching, you know, Brody beat up his own parents, who are now zombies, with, like, you know, fucking gag balls and, and you know, dildos and shit like that. It looks fucking weird, and it's an awkward scene, but, my God, you're laughing the whole time at the same time. Um... The movie, the movie, it's under 90 minutes. I think it's like 86 minutes long or something. So it's perfect because it moves at a nice quick pace. You're not wasting a whole afternoon. It's not four hours of Lord of the Rings or any of that kind of shit. It's, you know, 86 minutes, 
bing, bang, boom, it's done. Um, like most people's sex lives. But, you know, it, it just, it's, it's, it, I like a movie that is under 90 minutes. Don't get me wrong. I do like my three-hour movies, too. Like, you know, Blade Runner 2049 is just under three hours. I'm glad it's that long. But, I mean, for a movie like this, any longer, and I think it would have been overkill. It And not the metal band overkill. But I think a movie, like, in this kind of, um, like, genre, once you start getting past 90 minutes, you're pushing it, like, especially when it's it's a satire it's a dark comedy it's you know it, it's humorous it's how many jokes can you possibly tell that can go longer than 90 minutes you know what i mean like i just watched police academy um like three mornings ago the original the first one from 1984 and i think the movie is something like i want to say it's like 82 minutes long or something like it's very quick and i didn't realize that and um but it goes really fast. And I mean, it's like point for point for point for point for point. You're laughing, 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 laughing. It's done. This is the same kind of film. And I like that they do that. Um, I, I It makes the movie more enjoyable. The typical stereotypes of the metalheads. Okay, so as much as it really adds to the film, it gets old a bit quick. Um Especially when, like, myself personally, I mean, this won't apply to everyone, obviously, but if you know people who are metalheads, you know nine out of ten times they're not as fanatical as this. Um, And most of them are very intelligent and down-to-earth. They're, you know, it's not what you think it is kind of idea. And I understand that this movie is trying to, you know, kind of, you know, just have fun mocking at it and whatnot, but it does get old a bit quick. So that kind of detracts from the movie just a little bit. That and the fact that, again, I've seen more than my fair share of horror films, so it can be a bit predictable at times. But then again, most most fucking movies these days are. Um, overall, though, oh, it, it, you know, final thoughts here. Overall, this is a fun movie. It's easy to watch. It passes the time. Like I said, it's under ninety minutes, so it's quick. Uh, the performances are all great. The actors are obviously having fun. Uh, nobody, like, if they're chewing up the scenery, it's because they're supposed to. Um, there's nothing that you would watch in this movie and go, okay, that was a waste of my fucking time. I mean, there's some people that do feel that way, and that's fine, whatever. They're they're entitled to their wrong opinions. <laughs> I'm kidding about that. What did I say? This is my opinion, not yours. But um, the movie's good for laughs. Don't look for a great horror story here. This isn't going to be one of these. Like, it's not The Exorcist. It's not The Conjuring. It's not. It's not one of these movies that's going to change your life. It's fucking Deathgasm. Uh, it's a genuine favorite of mine that I do return to quite often. Uh, and for that alone, it gets a few extra points. I do give this an eight out of ten. Um, because I can go back to it so many times and like. You know, and I've said this several times already. It's a short film, like, you know, under 90 minutes. So it's easy to say, you know, okay, I've got, a, you know, two hours to kill. Fucking pop Deathgasm in. You know, and I know I'm going to laugh at it. I know it, it, it's stupid humor and whatnot. And again, with the acting, like, yeah, 
Some of the acting's over the top, but it's meant to be. So I get that, and I don't have a problem with it. So 8 out of 10. And, you know, uh, I'll even say this. I, I did a written review for it, actually, earlier in the month on letterbox.com. So you can always check that out. And that's about it for this week. You know, I know, it's kind of quick this week. Bit of a smaller episode, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, it, it's an 8 out of 10 for me. Uh, I recommend it. Give it a shot. See what you think. Uh, if you have seen it, you know, maybe you agree with me. Maybe you think I'm a complete fucktard. Sometimes I am. <laughs> oh, well, we are what we are. But, hey, thanks for listening this week. Uh, so, where to find the podcast? Obviously, you downloaded it. So, wherever you downloaded it from, you, you know, you can find it there. But... For all the other areas you might not know. So, nextlevelradioonline.com slash podcast zero. That is the home of the podcast. That is the area to go for sure if you want to find the podcast. Uh, to email, email the podcast, what lurks behind podcast zero at gmail.com. Facebook, facebook.com slash what lurks behind podcast zero. Instagram at what lurks behind podcast zero. Twitter, at WLB podcast underscore zero. Vero, all right, so I'm going to be honest with you guys. I haven't used it very often. I It's on there. Um, I like it and I don't. I think it's, I think the part of me that doesn't like it is because I don't, I'm not overly familiar with it yet. Still kind of don't know how to use it <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, but I am on Vero under uh, what lurks behind podcast zero. Letterbox.com, as I mentioned earlier, uh, there is uh, reviews for a lot of movies on there now, and I keep adding a few more each week. Um, letterbox.com slash WLB underscore podcast zero. And if you'd like to sport some red bubble like podcast zero gear, you know, uh, redbubble.com slash people slash podcast number zero. And that's it for this week. Um, Next week is going to be a fun one. I am, you have no fucking clue how hyped up I am for next week's episode. Because as I mentioned at the uh, top of the episode here, my lurker's recommendation was Terrifier. That is next week's episode. I am specifically doing that episode as early as I can because I want to get the word out about this movie. All Hallows Eve is a fucking great movie. And there was a 20-minute segment, which ended up becoming its own short eventually. Anyways, that you can watch on YouTube, and I believe it's also on Vimeo. Terrifier. But Art the Clown. Now, the actor for Art the Clown in the movie Terrifier is a different actor. But from the trailers, he looks like he's... He fucking nailed it and then some. So I I'm super stu- I'm super stoked about this and I can't wait till next week to talk about Terrifier. So that's next week's episode. Uh next week's episode is gonna be fucking crazy because from what I have seen so far, and I haven't watched the full movie yet, but what I've seen in trailers and just clips I've seen and seeing like the the you know the weird shit that's been floating on the net about this movie. Uh, I got a feeling I'm in for uh, quite a fun party with this one. So, uh, yeah, next week's episode will be Terrifier. But until then, 
Until the next time we get together to bang our heads to some pulse-grinding demon incantations, keep digging your daggers in deeper and don't stop until they fucking drop. Saya fucking narrow.